Many creatives have felt rather safe from the robot apocalypse that has already affected so many other industries. But with new artificial intelligence tools creeping their way into the creative arts market, soon it may be difficult to tell the difference between humans and robots when it comes to audio, video, or writing. Hello again, Blythe Brumley with DigitalDispatch.io, and this is one of my favorite stories I have researched in a while. I discovered so much about artificial intelligence and marketing and sales that I feel like I could do several more shows on this topic alone. This episode, however, is a good eagle-eye view of what to expect from the structure of a marketing agency to how some of these tools will really help to empower the small or the one-person marketing teams. Hope y'all find this all as fascinating as I do. And get started because we got a lot of topics to cover today, and I want to make sure that we hit all of them. So, first topic, let's talk about the creative arts versus AI. And with respect to creatives in the past, we've covered shows like The Great Resignation, where it talks about all of the the people that are leaving their current job and going into another field. Uh, maybe they're tired of their nine to five. Maybe they're tired of a you know a certain job that they've had for maybe 10, 20 years, and they want to try something new, or maybe turn that side hustle into their full-time dream. A lot of those people that are leaving the full-time workforce belong to marketing agencies. People are leaving in droves from the agency life because they're facing burnout. They have too much commitment. They're working you know, 70 plus hours a week for an agency and they just don't want that life anymore. So they're either going in-house or they're going freelance like what I did years ago. And so with all of that, all of those market conditions going on, we've got a new challenger that's entered the realm, and that is artificial intelligence. And it creates the adoption of AI, creates a whole new set of challenges and benefits. And while I could I could really go in depth with a lot of these different topics, segments within AI, especially when it comes to the creative field, I want to start with just an overall view of how it is affecting our current workday, especially if you're creating audio, video, blogging, uh, e-commerce products, all of those things, because it, especially let, let's go ahead and start with the written word. That is the first sort of segment of AI where we're starting to see more companies creep into it. And and it can affect blogging, it can affect e-commerce products, it can affect landing page copy, how you write your emails. Um, you may have seen a small sample of this while you're writing an email in Gmail, and Gmail wants to autofill what it thinks you might say, or in Google Docs. That's another example of how AI is creeping in. But let me read you this little note from Morning Brew because it breaks it down a little bit further. From Morning Brew, they say copy.ai and other AI-enabled copywriting companies like Jarvis and Copysmith are built upon OpenAI's GPT-3. GPT-3 is kind of a big deal. It's trained on roughly a trillion words to predict but not understand text. It's widely considered to be one of the most advanced language models in existence. Now that company, copy.ai, is something I heard about probably about a year ago. I didn't take it too seriously because I've been a writer my entire life and I just brush it off thinking there's no way that a robot will be able to convey human emotions and feelings and put that into context into something that somebody else, a, a human, would want to read. But if you're writing landing page copy or e-commerce product descriptions, 
a change is coming for you because it's it's really remarkable, this little test run that I did. So check out this example from copy.ai that I tried myself. We're going to put this up on the screen. And this is a new product that I'm going to be offering on uh, my e-commerce store or digital dispatch. And it's essentially a high-end website template. Now I input my company name, the product name, and a short description. And then the system spit out all of these product descriptions. Now, if you're listening to the audio version of this show, you might not be able to see it, but it lists out a bunch of different... I, I input my my product title and then I entered in, you know, just described it, just one sentence that described what that product is. And then it started spitting out all of the different product descriptions. And now on that Im- on that page, you have to select more like this, or you scroll through all of the different options that they're showing you and you select more like this once you find something that looks relatively similar to what you want your product description to say. Now, this page, and if you're you're listening to the audio version of this show, you I could scroll and scroll and scroll to see all of these different combinations of how this AI generated this text. And it, I, I, I wish you guys could have seen my jaw on the ground and the light bulbs start going off because they're, they're, it was one of those moments where I said, oh my gosh, this to really help me in part of my job that becomes monotonous. Writing product descriptions is a pain in the butt, especially for someone who likes to write creatively. It's a little bit of a challenge, especially when you're dealing with all of the other things that go on throughout your, your business day. Sometimes it's a drain on you with all of the other business and clients that you're taking care of in order to, to develop product descriptions and, and take care of the marketing stuff that you need for your own company. That, that's a challenge for a lot of marketers and a lot of agencies out there. Now, that to me was a big help. It's almost like the warehouse workers. You know, I, I heard a great story about how when a warehouse company, when they decide that they're going to bring robots into the mix and start to help out some of their employees, they have to have a psychological training session with the, with the human workforce in order to look at robots and see them as a helping hand, as something to help them do their job better instead of something that's going to be taking their job. So it's interesting that they have to do that psychological training from that perspective, where in this perspective, it was almost the same realization to me that that eventually this could potentially take my job as a writer, as a content creator. And, but it could also help at the end of the day where it could help me do more things faster. So that's the good side, I guess, of, of the AI and helping you out with the, you know, the creative portion of your job. Maybe you're not a creative type and you need help in that regard to write marketing emails, to write website copy and text to go into a blog. Then that is could be a huge benefit in order to try that out. But then there's also the scarier side of AI. And we all know about misinformation. We've probably heard that beaten to death over the last couple of years, um, especially with the last couple of elections. Um, Misinformation is a huge problem even on social media. But what if you see and hear a person of influence saying whatever you want them to say or somebody else is programming what you want that person to say? Uh, I want to play right now. I want to p- check out this video from Vocal Synthesis, which I think is is pretty remarkable. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it's now blend the mind to suffer the slings and that rose of a trader's fortune, or to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing and them to die to sleep no more and by sleep to save. 
Now, that clip is obviously Jay-Z never rapped any part of, of uh, Shakespeare. And from that clip in particular, Jay-Z's pretty pissed off about it. He's actually trying to sue the channel in order to get that video taken down. There's other channels or there's other videos exactly like that that are using past presidents and using audio, recorded audio of their voices in order to turn it into something that they want that person to say. And while it sounds a little choppy in it at first, it's starting to come a long way because that video is at least a year old. So if the technology is already there, then it's only going to continue to get better. Now, I'm assuming that video is not going to get taken down because I'm assuming it counts as a parody style video. So YouTube has refused to take down that video. Um, so it remains to be seen of what Jay-Z's legal action can actually take in that regard. But what about when you take audio and video and combine it as a synthetic reality? Let's play the next clip. He is not real. Well, at least in contemporary terms, it is not. What if I were to tell you that I am not even a human being? Would you believe me? What is your perception of reality? Is it the ability to capture, process, and make sense of the information our senses receive? If you can see, hear, taste, or smell something, does that make it real? Or is it simply the ability to feel? I would like to welcome you to the era of synthetic reality. Now, what do you see? crazy, right? Like that is not clearly it's not Morgan Freeman, but I say clearly with a grain of salt because if if give it a couple more years, you might not be able to tell the difference between it because it does look so real and it sounds real. And a more recent example of this is uh, Anthony Bourdain, the documentary that came out on Netflix just recently. There are parts of his speech patterns that were taken. Obviously, Anthony Bourdain is no longer with us, uh, but there was a documentary that was released about his life and about his, his career. And they used parts of his audio that he said in the past and in order to create lines spoken during the documentary and it freaks some fans out and and it's it kind of a borderline creepy of how you need to protect yourself if you're actively out there creating content um, especially if you're you're uh, in the media or you're a celebrity um, how are you going to protect your voice and your likeness from being used for creative arts in the future especially when a robot can do it so much easier and that AI technology has come so far um, using tools like this have been available for a few years now but they're only going to continuously get better. This last little note from Marketing Dive before we bring in our, our first guest. And from Marketing Dive, they say 11% of creative and media agency tasks are expected to be automated by 2023. And 23% of overall agency is, suspect, is expected to be automated by 2032 as these technologies extend their reach into areas like finance, HR, and account management. So we may reach a place where the creative can do the work of the entire agency with the help of AI. 
why. And I think the toughest part of all of this is obviously going to be able to do, to discern of what you're watching, if it's real or if it's AI generated, and then also choosing which part of your creative process that we want to leave to the human creatives. I think that's ultimately a decision that every creator is going to have to make, but it's things that you're going to start to have to think about in the long run and, and, and in the near future because, well, it, it really is, it's already here. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. If you like what you heard, consider sharing it with a friend. Podcast discoverability is a bit of a challenge for creators like myself, so word of mouth goes a long way. You can check out past episodes of the show by hitting up the learn page on digitaldispatch.io. I also have some free courses on the site that cover content marketing, distribution, and even how to audit your own website. That's going to come in handy as everyone starts to prepare for those 2022 budgets. While you're there, you can also check out our socials, the DIY shop, or custom services. Until next time, I'm Blake Brumley, and I will see you real soon.